Hello and welcome back to Sports Talk on a Budget. Haven't recorded since the end of April, did my 2023 NFL mock draft. Then some things happened, started a new job, other things happened. I couldn't be, I couldn't, I wasn't able to record this podcast on a weekly basis like I like to, and then time just went on. But as everybody should know, obviously college football starts at the end of the month. NFL starts beginning of next month, and that is the bread and butter of this show is the is, is football. So wanted to bring this podcast back in August to go ahead and preview college football in the NFL. Was going to bring it back in a couple of weeks, but couldn't resist the urge to bring back the podcast today because of what happened in college football today and what has basically seemed like it was inevitable to happen, but decided to happen today. What has happened today and what could happen today and in the next couple of days and how it shifts the college football landscape and maybe the death of one conference. So as college football fans who aren't living under a rock know, today was just an unbelievable, inevitable day. We'll go ahead and kind of break down what we saw today. So the big news of the day is that Oregon and Washington have been formally invited by the Big Ten to go ahead and join the Big Ten in 2024. Now, they will not be full monetary participants. What I mean by that is they are not going to get the full monetary value that every single other school in the Big Ten is going to get on a yearly basis from that huge media deal that the Big Ten just signed with Fox, NBC, and CBS. So Oregon and Washington are going to come in as half participants as far as the media deal is concerned. So they won't get, like I said, as much money as the rest of the teams, including USC and UCLA, who are going to join the same year as they are because USC and UCLA decided to join and were basically invited by the Big Ten before all this kind of craziness happened. So that was the big news today. But what kind of spurred this on and really made this inevitable today was what happened last week with Colorado. So Colorado decides to move back to the Big 12, the the conference that they were in before they moved to the Pac-12 last Friday. And so Colorado is going to join the Big 12 in 2024. And that was their decision last week. But even before Colorado decided to move to the Big 12, what's really spurred this on is just the Pac-12's ineptitude. Just the the terrible tenure of Larry Scott, the former commissioner of the Pac-12. And then now we had our now we had the new regime of the Pac-12 that was George Klyakov and he was doing a pretty decent job. But if you just look at what Larry Scott did, they obviously had that terrible media deal that they signed. The Pac-12 network is hard to find. It's not on every single uh, TV program. So you have to have certain TV providers just to watch the Pac-12 network. It's very difficult to find. And then they also started the whole Pac-12 after dark under Larry Scott as well. So now you have schools there was about three to four games every saturday about two to three games actually every saturday that were in the pac-12 after dark either on espn espn2 and sometimes even on fox they're playing at 7 30 pacific time so on the east coast where a lot of the um a lot of the committee the playoff committee and a lot of the big kind of east coast southeast a lot of the big uh big names and people of kind of influence in the in college football live couldn't watch, couldn't start watching this game till 7.30, and most of the time it was 7.45, closer to 8. So they're not finishing that game usually because that game is going on till, or sorry, they couldn't start watching that game until 10.30 their time, and that usually wouldn't start until, until about 10.45, almost 11. They're not finishing that game. It's going till 1, maybe 2 in the morning sometimes, and especially with Pac-12 officiating, that game could go almost till 2.30 with how bad the officiating has been. So 
that was another misstep by Larry Scott. So you had just the ineptitude by Larry Scott with the media deal and with the overall, just uh, some of the gimmicks they tried with the Pac-12 after dark and things like that. And then Larry Scott leaves and George Klyakov comes in last year. Last year was his first year as Pac-12 commissioner, and he kind of had to pick up the pieces of what happened there. And the big question mark was, okay, what kind of new media deal is the Pac-12 going to get? Because their current and terrible, as I already uh, mentioned, media deal was going to end at the end of this season, at the end of the 2023 season. And man, the Pac-12 dragged their feet and they were late to the table. As of right now, they're the only conference that doesn't have a media deal after this season. Every other conference has media deals. And then obviously the Big Ten and SEC have really big ones. The Big 12 actually signed a pretty good one as well with their new commissioner, Brett Yormark. The ACC isn't a great one, but it's still something in place. And the Pac-12 hasn't been able to get that new media deal in place and just dragged their feet and has just fumbled the ball right now. And what it was reported the other day uh, by Pete Thamel and others was that the Pac-12's new media deal is centered mostly around streaming and Apple TV+. So most of their games will probably be on Apple TV Plus outside of big matchups with other conferences. That's not how the college football world operates. That's not how sports operates. Streaming, yes, everybody thought it was going to take off for everything. It does well for TV shows and movies. But as far as sports are concerned, streaming is still not taking over. People still like to tune into CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, to watch their primetime big sports events. And that's why Big Ten signed the biggest media deal in the history of college football and is still the biggest media deal. It's bigger than what the SEC signed a couple years ago with big networks like Fox, NBC, CBS, because everybody can find those networks. It's harder to find the streaming. And with college football, college football is a very traditional sport. They have an older audience that has been watching this sport their entire lives, whether they went to the school they root for or they live in the area of the school they root for or they're just a fan of the sport. College football was not going to go to the Pac-12. is not going to go to the Apple TV to find Pac-12 games. If this conference realignment didn't kill the Pac-12, streaming and that new media deal would would have killed the Pac-12 because first of all the Pac-12 has a very low uh, TV ratings their TV ratings are lower than the average Big 10 game SEC game their TV ratings are lower just because like I said it's harder to find on the Pac-12 network sometimes and then some of the late games as well so you're already playing at a disadvantage and now you're going to go to exclusively streaming and on Apple TV Plus, that would not have worked. That would have been the death of the Pac-12 if realignment wasn't the death of the Pac-12. But let's go ahead and get back to realignment. So I kind of broke down what we were looking at. So let's go ahead and kind of just give it how, how it looks. So the big news today, as, as I said, was Oregon and Washington are going to be going most likely if they accept the offer from the Big Ten. And I don't see why they wouldn't. So they will be going to the Big Ten. Colorado decided to go back to the Big 12 last week. We already know about USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten and Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. But here are the things and here are the dominoes that haven't fell yet that I believe will fall probably in the next couple of days, maybe to week. I believe Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah will join Colorado and go to the Big 12. And then there is also rumors that Clemson and Florida State may end up going to the SEC. I could see the SEC looking at, okay, well, the Big Ten just made a big move and signed Oregon and Washington, 
two big brands on the on the West Coast. We need to do something. We need to compete there, even though the SEC is probably still the better conference, even with the new additions to the Big Ten. But I could see the SEC and Greg Sankey being like, we need to compete and we need to do something to compete. So I think the SEC will reach out to Florida State. And there was already rumors earlier this week that Florida State was not happy with the ACC's current media deal and the length of it. It goes all the way past 2030. So it's a long one and annual uh, annual monetary value per program versus the other conferences outside of the Pac-12 is nowhere near the level that it needs to be for the ACC, especially when you're talking about schools like a Clemson, like a Florida State, like a Miami, even like a North Carolina or Duke when it comes to basketball. So that could be something that we could see soon as well is the SEC poach the two top teams, at least in football right now, Clemson and Florida State to go to the SEC. So that's what I see happening right now. And that's currently what has happened and what is going to happen today and what I speculate to happen going forward. But the bigger question for me about this whole conference realignment issue is, does this, is this a good thing for college football? And personally for me, I don't believe it is. I just don't believe it is. College football, like I mentioned earlier, more than any other sport is more traditional and is more about regionality. I mean, you go down to the Southeast and you're in Arkansas, you're in Alabama, you're in Louisiana, you're in any of those areas. Those people bleed for, they're all big LSU fans in Louisiana. Anywhere in Arkansas, they're mostly Arkansas fans. In Alabama, depends on where you're at in Alabama, but they're either Bama or Auburn fans, and they bleed for that area. You go up to Big Ten country and you go to Ann Arbor, Michigan, everybody in that town bleeds for Michigan. You go to East Lansing, everybody in that town bleeds for Michigan State. You go over to Wisconsin. People love Wisconsin there. You go to Columbus, Ohio. It's just huge for Ohio State there. Ohio State is a bigger brand for college football than the two. Ohio State is a bigger brand for football, not just college football, for football than the two NFL teams in their current state. They're a bigger brand for football than the Browns and the Bengals are in their current state. And for me... Being a college football fan my entire life, I've liked that regionality. I've liked, now I haven't loved what the Pac-12 and being on the Pacific in the Pacific time zone. Now I'm in the mountain time zone, but for most of my life I was in the Pacific time zone. I don't know. I don't like how they've handled what they have out, what they have out West and the teams and the schools and the programs that they have out West. But I like the regionality. I like that, you know, USC and UCLA play. USC could play Utah. USC could play Oregon or Oregon State. There's schools and states right next to each other. And it felt more, it just felt more traditional. And you felt that regionality, that regionality built into each conference. And you felt like there was not just, you didn't just root for your school, but you had some sort of conference alignment to your school as well. And now that's, that's out the window because the Big Ten's going to have schools in the Eastern time zone, in the Midwest time zone. Not in the mountain time zone. That's the only one they're missing, but on the west time zone. So they're going to be able to cover from Jersey to L.A., from Maryland to Seattle. So that's, that's something that I never would have thought of hap- would have happened. And also to me is I feel like you do lose some of those classic rivalries. With Oregon and Washington leaving the, the Pac-12 for the Big Ten, they will no longer annually play. So Washington and Washington State will no longer annually play the Apple Cup. That is huge in Washington. That is a huge game in Washington. Even though Washington is the better team most, most of the time, that is still a huge game. 
Oregon, Oregon State, that will no longer be played going forward as well. That used to be called the Civil War. They changed it for terrible reasons, but we won't get into that. But that used to be called the Civil War. Oregon, yes, is the better team and has owned that, but Oregon State beat them last year and had a great team this year and had a good program going forward with Jonathan Smith at the helm. They had a good program going forward. So for me, I just I don't love this conference realignment. I liked USC moving to the Big Ten, but if they were able to stay in the Pac-12 and still get that the revenue and the exposure that they were looking for, that they're going to get in the Big Ten, I would have preferred them to stay in the, in the Pac-12. But obviously that wasn't the case. That wasn't going to happen. I understand the moves for all these schools. I understand why they're moving. I understand why they're leaving. And I understand that all of this falls at the feet of the Pac-12. All of it falls at the feet of the Pac-12. Just the unbelievable ineptitude and terrible business and running of this of this conference for pretty much a decade at this point. And Klyakov came in and tried to do his best, but even then he didn't do great. Sitting there watching uh, Pac-12 media days a couple of weeks ago, and he's sitting there, oh, I don't want to talk about the media deal. We have something in place. We feel like we have something decent in place. We don't want to talk about it. It's all about football today. No, you're at Pac-12 media days. Bring out the media deal. You know what happens right after Pac-12 media days? The very next week, Colorado left. The very next week is the day uh, Oregon and Washington are out, and then you're going to lose three other schools. You're going to be at the Pac, what, four with Stanford and Cal and Oregon State and Washington State. Could be by the end of the day or by the end of the weekend. That could be the possibility. You fumbled the ball again. You were better than Larry Scott, but, I mean, that's not saying much. So, for me... I understand that this was inevitable. I understand that the Pac-12 is at fault for this happening. If they would have had better management and were ran better, this would have never happened. But um, I, still, I still don't have to like it. And I still don't like it. I still don't love it. I, I'm going to miss that regionality basic, um, that regionality kind of feeling of college football going forward. But just to kind of take a step from all of that and look forward on what I think is going to happen to college football – I think we're going to have a college football. It's going to be a very close to what the NFL looks like. If you're an NFL fan, you obviously have the AFC and the NFC, the American Football Conference and the National Football Conference. I think that's what college football is going to mainly be is two major conferences, the SEC and the Big 12. But unlike the NFL, there's still a lot of other schools that make up the make up. Uh, Division One FBS football, and especially even the, the, the current Power Five, there's still schools kind of holding the bag there a little bit. So what's going to happen outside of the SEC and the Big Ten? And maybe the Big 12, maybe the Big 12 with adding Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, maybe that's enough. I don't think it's enough, but maybe it's enough to kind of get them as that kind of third conference. You have the SEC and the Big Ten up on their own, but then the um, Big 12 is right there. Pac-12 is probably going to be dead. I don't know what happens to the four remaining schools. And I don't know what happens to the ACC, but it's going to look more like an NFL model. I wouldn't be shocked if the Big Ten swipes up those la- uh, two of those last four schools, maybe gets Stanford and Cal, and maybe Washington State and Oregon State can go to the Big 12. The SEC swipes up uh, Clemson, Florida State, maybe Miami, North Carolina, Duke for basketball purposes. And now you have two and a half, uh, two big conferences, and then kind of a, another pretty decent conference in the Big 12. And you just, you don't really have like rivalries that are going to happen every year. Michigan, Ohio State might not happen every year when you're playing in a conference that's going to be 20 teams. You might not be able to save Michigan, Ohio State every year. So it'll be interesting to see what goes forward 
in the future college football. And then uh, next year we have the playoff expansion to 12 teams that also included six automatic bid, six automatic conference championship bids. That's out the door. I can tell you right now that's out the door because SEC and the Big Ten are not going to be like, okay, well, we'll, let's go ahead and move forward with the college football, uh, um, the expanding college football playoff. But we only get one bid and we have 20 teams and the ACC and the Pac-12 and whatever's left through the American Athletic Conference, they're going to get a a potential bid or Mountain West gets a potential bid. No, no, no. So what I see, what it'll probably be is two automatic bids from one, uh, two each from the SEC and the Big Ten. So that's probably what it will be in the expanded playoff going forward. I still think the product, the product of college football is going to be good. I still like the trajectory outside of conference realignment and NIL and transfer portal. I still think players are getting better. There's a really good level kind of a parity. I think that could happen going forward. It's not just going to be Alabama and Georgia and Clemson and Ohio state going forward. Those programs will still be good and still be at the top level of college football, but I feel like they're going to have a lot more competition, whether it's Michigan, whether it's USC, whether it's Oregon, Washington, Florida State, Miami, Texas, Oklahoma, whoever it may be. A lot of those programs, I feel, have the right guy, head coach leading the program, and I think they could really challenge those top-level teams that have been the top-level teams for the last five to ten years. So college football, at least the product on the field, I think is going to be fine. But as far as the structure of college football – that definitely is something that needs to change and need to have some sort of governance going forward or else it's just going to continue to be the wild, wild west and not just in NIL and not just in the transfer portal, but also in conference realignment. Right now, there is, it's just the wild, wild west. Players are going wherever they want to go and opting out and transferring out and doing whatever. Conference uh, Schools are going wherever, whatever conference they want to do. Boosters are doing whatever they want to do with NAL to players and giving them all kinds of promises that they can't keep and all kinds of things like that are going on. There needs to be some sort of governance body to go ahead and take over college football. The NCAA should be doing that, but uh, let's be real. No one really thought the NCAA should be doing that. And one good thing that might come from this larger college football uh, conference model is the NCAA could just go away as far as their their involvement with college football. So that could be a good thing going forward. But yes, there's a lot of issues that need to be settled with with uh, college football conference realignment. I think after this weekend and after kind of the dust settles, Arizona State, Arizona, Utah go to the Big 12 and whatever happens with Florida State and Clemson. After the dust settles there, maybe we'll have a little bit of time where it kind of just goes back to normal. But um, I don't even know if we know what normal is anymore. And I'm still going to be a huge college football fan. And I still maintain that the product on the field and some of the coaches and players and programs that are peaking and getting back up to where they used to be, I think is going to still be able to save this sport, even with all the other um, all the other crap and all the other noise going on as well. Thank you for kind of watching this emergency podcast. I please I hope that you can please come back to this. I am going to start running this as much as I can. Once football season starts, both college and pro, I will be doing a weekly podcast where I end the show with my picks and then just kind of break down what I saw from the weekend and preview what I'm going to what I think we'll see from the weekend coming up. Thank you for listening and watching this podcast. This is obviously Sports Talk on a Budget. My name is Cody. I will be your host as always. Thank you and have a great weekend.